With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, And I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 6 Eastern, 12 to 3 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. What up, America? Doug Gottlieb Show. Fox Sports Radio. Hope you're having a great day. The Doug Gottlieb Show is broadcasting live from sunny Southern California. Welcome in. Hope you're having an absolutely spectacular day. Ben Bolin's going to join us from the Boston Globe. We'll get his take on what Sammy Watkins said about playing with Pat Mahomes and now playing with Aaron Rodgers. That's upcoming in 10 minutes. Plus, this is the third anniversary of Andrew Luck's abrupt retirement. We want to kind of a, a quick look back. Um, also, Devontae Adams said something about Aaron Rodgers and, and playing with him. Um, Warren Moon's going to join us. We have uh, more for you on the Angels potentially being sold. Daniel Jeremiah is going to join us from Move the Sticks and the NFL Network. It's great stuff. We do have a breaking basketball story, and uh, this one's an interesting one. Do you believe in curses? Do you? Do you, do, you, do you believe in, in curses? Because here's the, here's the rub a little bit, right? The number two pick in the NBA draft right, since 2000, Stromile Swift, Tyson Chandler, 
Jay Williams, Darko Milicic, Emeka Okafor, Marvin Williams, LaMarcus Aldridge, Kevin Durant, Michael Beasley, Hashim Thabit, Evan Turner, Derek Williams, Michael Kidd-Gilchrist, Victor Oladipo, Jabari Parker, D'Angelo Russell, Brandon Ingram, Lonzo Ball, Marvin Bagley III, John Morant, James Wiseman, Jalen Green. Those are all the number two overall picks in the NBA draft. Now, uh, most of them, their careers were not even the ones that went poorly, um, despite their lofty expectations, were not due to injury. But the number two pick in the NBA draft has been a dicey selection. Case in point, most of the names that I mentioned didn't amount to a spectacular NBA career. Stromile just couldn't shoot. Right? Didn't evolve as a player. Great athlete. Jay Williams, the motorcycle accident. He struggled with his shooting, but he was only really uh, through one year in the NBA. So I think Jay would have been better in this NBA than he was that NBA. Darko. I mean, that, that's been a mecca for Marvin Williams. Michael Beasley has seemed to beat. Derek Williams struggled with a position change. Michael Gilchrist couldn't shoot. Jabari Parker, as we told you, had a, would have weight issues and had a bunch of injuries. Uh, Lonzo Ball, early injuries and lack of shooting early caused him to now be on his third team, although one in which he's seemingly found a home. Marvin Bagley, just not as good as his reputation. And obviously, Luca and, and Trey Young have been far better. But Chet Holmgren got hurt. He'll likely be out for a, um, a, a, a good portion of time. He hurt himself playing in that, uh, uh, that Jamal Crawford run pro-am in Seattle. There's other entanglements to it. Why is LeBron playing these games? Why are these guys playing these games? Should you put them in bubble bubble wrap and never have them play? Is it playing? Is it working out on a high school floor that doesn't have the give of a Final Four court or an NBA court? It's not a suspended court like like they have in the NBA. Uh, or is this just simply another case of a big guy who breaks down easily? You know, foot problems have derailed Bill Walton. Foot problems derailed Arvita Sabonis, right? Foot problems have been an issue. Foot, ankle, knee, whatever. Here's a guy who people said, I don't know if his body is really ready for the rigors, and one drive from LeBron James, and something goes wrong in his foot. Now, look, there's, a, there's also a possibility that this is not the worst thing ever. The, the number one question about Chet Holmgren is his body. The hardest thing to work on before your first year in the NBA is your body and is your game because you get done playing in college in March and in April. You go immediately to prepping for the draft. You have workouts. You get drafted. You go to summer league. You get a little bit of time off, and you got to get ready, and you got training camp get, getting started. There's just not time to build and to look at your game and to change your game, and he'll have some time to build his body before he ultimately plays for the Oklahoma City Thunder. But, man... You want to talk about some bad luck. Number two overall pick is that cursed spot. Big guys with foot problems. It, it just leaves you hoping that it's just a one-off injury and he'll be fine afterwards. Now, you don't, Jay Stu, you don't like these guys playing in the programs or the LeBrons playing in the programs? Um, I don't have a passionate feeling about it. I just know that uh, the last couple of days, our very own John Ramos has kind of had a thing about this. He sees LeBron playing in all these tournaments. 
or all these uh, weekend events or pickup games. And he's like, why is he doing that? Right, John? Yeah, I don't, it's not, I don't have a problem. They can do whatever they want to. I just don't understand why LeBron needs to be out there playing in pickup games and just wherever he's playing against like 40-year-old men. You know, it's like, just chill out. <laughs> you got a season coming up. And, you know, I, I understand the Drew League. That's a big thing, right? The Drew League. A lot of former or a lot of NBA players get into that. But now I just see him like going into like gyms that fit like what, 2,500 people. They can barely fit anybody in there. And he's out there playing against guys who look like they just wanted to play a pickup game with each other. And here comes LeBron, <laughs> LeBron down the middle, slam dunk. Well, uh, there's a couple of things. I mean, the Drew League is, a, is the same size gym as those gyms, right? I mean, it, it just is. Um, so I, the, the, the one thing you, you get when you play in these pro-ams or in, you know, in some sort of summer league is generally you're playing on a court that's stuck on top of a slab of cement. And so it is harder on your body. It, it just is. That said, um, you got to play. Guys play less now than they've ever played. Usually it used to be guys who'd come to the UCLA men's gym, play all summer or play as they got ramped up. Now, most guys, a lot of guys do all individual training and play very, very little. And one of the reasons they play very little is a little bit of what John alluded to, which is that you're, you're playing against unknown dudes. Now, I would guess, and I don't know, I haven't tracked most of these guys. They do play somewhere. They play overseas or they played at a high level or they played in college and they're, they're, you know, they're doing some sort of minor league battle. You're not, it ain't like the dude from the Best Buy is coming in and, and checking LeBron. You, you have to, and, and the, the reason that it's important that you played is not out of arrogance. It's simply, you know where to be and you know how to not hurt somebody. The, the scariest thing as any basketball player is playing with guys that haven't played high-level basketball because they're just kind of in the – their movements are wrong. They're in the wrong way. They don't know. Like, in it, it, even that Seattle game, for the most part, that game was junk because nobody played any defense. Nobody wanted to hurt anybody, and they just got out of each other's way, which I don't love as opposed to the Drew League, which is a little bit more competitive. But I do understand it and get it where you, know, you just don't want to hurt anybody. So to answer your question, John, yeah, it's it's become – I mean, I think that, that the reason LeBron does is, it, is he's trying to continue to gain equity with people. You know, he's, he's trying to be the guy. Jordan didn't do this. He's trying to be different. Kobe did it some with the, with the Drew League. But he's trying to, he likes to be liked. He wants to be beloved. And there's the, I need to get a run in. I need to get some cardio in. Why not go to a different part of the country and, and get some good work in? This is, of course, the potential downside. As uh, Chet Holmgren, it, it feels like they wouldn't put out there being evaluated for, for possible uh, ligament damage in his foot unless they knew there was ligament damage in his foot. So, so the team has to okay that, right, right, Doug? I mean, the, the OKC knew that this guy, that Chet was out there doing what he's doing. They're not like, it's not just some rogue, like, hey, I'm going to go play in this this deal and all the, oops, sorry. Like they know. I, d- I don't know what they specifically told him. Okay. I don't, I'd, I'd be lying if I knew what he told him, you know, um, it's impossible to think he wouldn't play basketball, but playing in a league or playing in a, in a game where people pay money to come see it. That's a little bit different. So I, I don't know, John. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern noon Pacific on Fox sports radio and the iHeartRadio app. 
Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. 
Check out the latest lines of World of Sports, Better Sportsbook. The most trusted name online sports betting. Must be 21. President in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Pennsylvania. To play gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ben Volan joins us. He, uh, he used to just cover the Patriots. Now he covers the entire league for the Boston Globe. He's done so for years. He joined us all of last year. Hopefully he's joined us all of this year. It gives us incredible league-wide insight. And um, th- this, was, this was Ben, this was Mac Jones talking about the offense so far in the preseason. Putting a label on something that's not the process. So, like you just said, we're just trying to focus on the process and not the result. And failure would be considered a result. So we're just trying to work through it all. And, you know, we don't need to overcomplicate it. It's football, and it's a simple game if you, if you make it a simple game. So we're all trying to get there. Uh, it doesn't happen overnight. Ben, uh... Um, there are a lot of reports out there that the offense really struggled in the scrimmages against the Raiders. W- what have you heard about the actual temperature in the offensive room? Well, it's never a good sign, Doug, when we're already resorting to trust the process. Because <laughs> when we're saying trust the process, that means it's not going well right now. Uh, and, and it's been like that all of training camp. It's been a weird camp for the Patriots. You know, they're trying to implement a new offensive scheme. They have new offensive coaches in Matt Patricia and Joe Judge. It's been sloppy practices. They had some, uh, last week, they had some bad fights against the Carolina Panthers, some real undisciplined practices from, from the Patriots. It's been penalties. It's been balls on the ground. Mac Jones running for his life. You know, it's not just one thing with the offense. It just has not been clicking well. Now, they did finish yesterday on a high note with the, the two-minute drill against the Raiders. It's a little hard to tell in these practices between Belichick's team and McDaniel's team because McDaniel's even noticed, he pointed out that yesterday the players on both teams were like calling out the plays on each other's side because they know the calls and they know the playbook so well. So, again, it's hard to know how much of a true um, evaluation you're getting when, when both sides kind of know the other team so well. But it hasn't been a good preseason for the Patriots. Um, it's never the goal of practice to commit penalties and to – uh, have incomplete passes and to have your quarterback running around and, and have broken plays. So it's, it's not, I don't think it's time to panic yet. I mean, we haven't even played a game yet in the regular season, but it does seem like the Patriots are not starting at square one right now. They're starting at square zero and they're still kind of laying the groundwork for their offense. And it hasn't been a good start so far. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox sports radio. Uh, conversely, what about the Raiders? You have a new coaching staff, one which some of the pieces obviously came from New England, like Josh McDaniels. You have Devontae Adams. Uh, he has some star power on the defensive side as well. How have the Raiders uh, been perceived as looking? You know, the Raiders to me, and this is kind of classic Vegas, they're, I think, the biggest boomer bust team uh, in the NFL this year. I, on paper, I love the Raiders. I think this could be a Super Bowl winning team. You bring Devontae Adams into that organization, that offense with Waller and Hunter Renfro, and I think Carr is now entering his prime. I think McDaniels is going to do much better this time around. I really like the the situation he set up for himself with um, the coaching staff that he brought over from New England, but but still has a lot of the you know star players from the Raiders. This is not a rebuilding job. This I, I think is a team that's ready to win, and I really like the Raiders. But first year in a new coaching staff, a pretty complex offense. Uh, I do wonder if if things are going to go a little bit slower this year than maybe you would think. You know, on paper it looks great, but it's a complicated offense. They're going to be starting kind of like the Patriots from from a very baseline level with that offense. 
And I do wonder, you know, you're adding a superstar like Devontae Adams, and that, that could be tough for the other guys to get used to that mix right away. Maybe, maybe they're, they're not getting the ball as much, or maybe Devontae Adams isn't getting the ball as much as he wanted. So there, there's going to be a feeling out process. And then the defense. I, I like Max Crosby, and I like Chandler Jones up front. That's a really good pass rush. But this is a defense that only had six interceptions all of last season. So the, the defense is going to be a major wild card. And, I, you know, we'll just we'll see how quickly the Raiders – pick up this new offense by Josh McDaniels. So I, I, lo- I think the Raiders could be fantastic, um, could be a Super Bowl comp- uh, contender, or it could, uh, frankly, it could go the other way and they could just really struggle to get off the ground this year. Strong take, by the way, Ben. They, they, they could be a Super Bowl contender or they could be bad. To, to just, uh, just, I understand what you're saying, but I do. I just, I'm walking myself through this like, mm, I don't, okay. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm messing with you a little bit. Um, okay, uh, we, we've had like a week now. What's the general reaction to the Deshaun Watson suspension? So it seems that not many people are satisfied with it, that Watson himself isn't satisfied. He still seems to think he's done nothing wrong, and and he thinks he's the victim, whereas I think most other people uh, are a little disappointed that the NFL didn't follow through with their threats to go uh, the the year-long suspension. The, The whole time they're talking about they want at least a year and this and that. And then when it came to the moment, there was really nothing stopping them, and they, they came up short, and they settled with the 11-game the uh, suspension. And look, it, at, at the end of the day, it's still the strongest punishment handed down by the NFL for the personal conduct policy. But I think they undercut the, the severity of the punishment by not going as hard as they said they were going to go. And it still seemed a little bit weak to only go for 11 games and – you know, it, it allows Watson to still make his money this year. He's going to make $40 million to, to play six games, and it lets the Browns off the hook. You know, it, it, it seems really clear that the, the NFL's goal with this was just to be done with it, just to get it out of the, the, the news cycle and for it to be over with. That, that's the only reason to explain why they would settle on 11 games instead of pushing it for the year-long suspension. Like, yeah, Watson maybe could have threatened a, a lawsuit, but – the NFL was coming from a pretty strong position. Uh, I just think a lawsuit would have kept it in the news cycle for another year or what have you, and the NFL just wanted it to be done with. So, um, you know, it's it's a strong punishment for Watson, but it, it just doesn't seem like it's as strong as it could have been because the NFL didn't follow through with its you know threat to, to go really hard after him. Do we know officially what Tom Brady was doing during his 11 days off? We don't, and, uh, you know, the, the only thing that's trickled out is that he was in the Bahamas with his family for, for some of it, and, um, you know, that could mean a million different things. It could just be they had, like, a vacation plan this whole time, like Brady wasn't supposed to be playing football this time of year, and, and maybe he just felt like he had to follow through with it. There's some talk that there are some things behind the scenes, family-wise, not necessarily health-wise, but, you know, family-wise that he had to deal with why he had to go on this trip, it's, it's still kind of a big mystery, but the Bucks seem to be okay with it. The Bucks are in the mode of whatever you need to do, Tom, just, you know, as long as you play this year and don't bail on us, whatever you need to do is fine. And he's back now and he's got three weeks to prepare for the season. So I'm not necessarily concerned that he's going to be ready to go and he'll still have some time to put in with his receivers. But it is definitely strange that he's taking uh, an 11-day trip uh, during the middle of training camp and is showing up at the Bahamas. So there, there's obviously a lot going on behind the scenes there, and uh, it, I, I do think it'll eventually come out. But I guess right now all that matters is that the Bucks are okay with it and that Brady's back and he's playing football again. 
Um, I, I I agree with you, and but I, I also think it's going to be interesting to to see uh, how he plays, how they play, not just with his absence in the middle of training camp. You got injuries in the offensive line. You still don't have your best, you know, wide receiver back. You got you got a new head coach, albeit uh, mostly the same coaching staff. Like that part is interesting. What what are returns on Trey Lance so far with the Niners? You know, they're, they're full steam ahead with him, and you're, you're going to hear a lot of positive things about him because they've, they've made their bet. You know, they've decided that they're going to move ahead with, with Trey Lance, even though they were pretty successful with Jimmy Garoppolo the last few years. And to me, it's, it's a controversial move. I mean, they, you know, they were already pretty good. They, they've been to two NFC Championship games and, and one Super Bowl the last three years. Um, so, you know, Lance has a, a – you're going to hear a lot of uh, tire pumping, I think, from that organization to kind of justify the, the decision. I saw he had a practice the other day where he's throwing three picks and, like, whatever, it's just one practice. But to me, he's going to be under a microscope. And that's a team that should be, you know, competing for a Super Bowl this year. They should not – that's not a rebuilding team. They should be ready to win, and they're handing the team over to a kid who's barely played any quarterback the last two – two and a half years. Um, so it's going to be, you know, they love his athleticism, his arm talent, and his uh, running ability is just off the charts. And, I mean, clearly he, he looks the part a lot better than Garoppolo does. But can he stay healthy? Can he play? Can he win? Because that's a team that needs to win now. And so, to me, Trey Lance, there, there's definitely a lot of pressure on him, but also a lot of pressure on Kyle Shanahan and, and John Lynch to that they have gotten this thing right. Because, to me, they, they made a pretty controversial move to, to hand the team over to him. Ben Bolin. Follow him on social media. You can read his work in the Boston Globe. He covers the entire NFL and does an outstanding job doing it. Ben, thanks so much for joining us. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks a lot, Doug. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. So I, I saw today that three years ago today was, was the time that Andrew Luck uh, announces abrupt retirement. That's uh, August 24th, 2019. Obviously, it's 2022. Um, you have 19 and 20, 20 and 21, 21, 20. All right, it's, it's three years ago. It's just three years ago. <laughs> yep. Just three years ago. It seems like a lot longer period of time, doesn't it? It really does. I, I, I saw that today. Uh, I think the, the Twitter post act actually made the same comment. It seems like it was at least 10 years ago. I'm not sure why that is, but it, it just seems like three years ago seems too soon. You, you know, I... I I defend Colts fans, the ones that booed. They were act, they they are made out to be subhuman. When I, I don't think we're all we all understand exactly what it was like during that time, right? Andrew Luck, he missed a year because of injury. Then he came back. They won ten games, went to the playoffs, and there was a ton of hope with the team that had been rebuilt around him. And you know we had we had heard of the ankle injury, but there was no expectations of retirement. It's the last preseason game and basically this was announced like in the stadium I think during the second half and so if you're at a preseason game to begin with let alone the last preseason game you're a diehard fan you by definition you are a likely a season ticket holder and the only reason you bought season tickets was because 12 was going to be your quarterback for the Colts so yeah I mean it, that, that was their reaction and uh, obviously, my tweet, my tweet on many levels became as big as the story. And that tweet was uh, uh, retiring because rehabilitation is too hard is the most millennial thing ever. Right. And, and the idea behind that is 
one, there's a lot, there's, there's a ton of sarcasm and snarkasm. Um, but even in sarcasm, there is truth to it. Like Ryan Lott cut off his finger to play in a playoff game. Now, Tom Brady's still playing. Doesn't need to. Brett Favre played through however many concussions whenever to never miss a, a game. Football guys want to be dragged off the football field. And for Andrew Luck to walk away in what we thought was coming into the prime of his career was stunning because he's a football guy and a, seen as a, but apparently not a football lifer. Where are you, Jay Stu, now on it three years removed from it? I, I'm still surprised. Like, uh, who do we see retire today? Was it, uh, what's his name, Griffin? Um, I'm Art trying to three. whoever whoever retired today, but he was a you know a defensive player, and I, it seems to be happening a lot more where guys are just uh, retiring prematurely because of health and, and and awareness about their bodies and whatnot. But it seems like when you have a quarterback doing it, it just seemed so unusual. I'm not sure why. Maybe we expect more from the quarterbacks, but like just in hearing you uh, recap that. I still can't believe it happened. It, it takes a different dude who's wired a different way to walk away from everything that we expect a pro quarterback to be, especially what uh, the late August of that year. It, it's, it's still an amazing story to me. Incredible story. Really, really remarkable story. Um, yeah, I mean, and, and I'll forever defend Andrew Luck in terms of how good he was. Right? And people forget he took over the worst team in the NFL when Peyton missed the year. They won 11 games, three consecutive years, went to the playoffs, was the architect behind the greatest comeback in AFC history at the time, right? That was against the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, and he didn't have a great roster around him. And, and as much as we want to blame the offensive line, remember, one of the reasons he was out so long was he had a snowboarding accident. And we're talking about Chad Holmgren getting hurt in a, in a pro-am game. Andrew Luck got hurt snowboarding. Crushed his shoulder snowboarding. So I, I, it, it's, a, it's a complicated thing. I would also say that, like, look, some of the, the Josh Rosen, who's still in the league, still fighting to stay in the league, although struggled this past weekend uh, during his time with the Cleveland Browns. The guys that are, are one, very bright, um, and the feeling is they don't need football. Some of them don't love football. And I don't know if Andrew Luck, I, I would guess he loved football that maybe fell out of love with football and didn't need it anymore. But it, it was a stunning, stunning retirement because there wasn't a, a hint or a whisper of any sort of unhappiness, only in a nagging ankle injury. Yeah, John Ramos. I do remember that they announced it right during the game. And I think, didn't the fans boo him when he left the field? Like when he was walking John, off the John, field. John, when I was talking earlier in the segment, we did talk about. I did. I'm. This, did, oh, again, I'm sorry. I'm, if you mentioned, I was. I'm writing stuff down. So. Oh, okay. But, there, there you go. Yeah. That, that's why I'm. I'm wondering. I was like, <laughs> no. Honestly, part of it, John. Yeah. Is sometimes I do this where I, I'm thinking of the segment in my head, right? And, yeah. And I'm like, did I? Did, did I not I say, say that? <laughs> I, Jason. I just, Jay Stu. Did I? Did we, Did I talk about this on air? Or was that off you, air before? You we got specifically to it? said that you took up for the fans that booed yeah. him. Okay. I don't yeah. know if you uh, you specifically said that he was walking off the field at some point. Well, that's in, right. that's it, that's a little intricate. It, it was, part. The, it, was I vis- it, was, it was the visual of him walking yes. off the field, being booed off the field. You're talking about. Yeah, it was. It's really unique, right? 
but but I, I like look we 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 operate under this thing where anything an athlete decides good for him he wants to leave a team good for him he wants to retire good for him like you're allowed to be pissed if you're a fan right like you're I mean they're an Andrew Luck away over the past three years from being a Super Bowl contender does anyone argue that otherwise you put Andrew Luck as opposed to Jacoby Brissett the first year, uh, Philip Rivers the second year, and um, Carson Wentz the third year. You put Andrew Luck healthy instead of those three, and the outcome is very, very likely to be different. Do we all agree there? Yes. Okay. Yes. But is there anybody? So, so is, a fan has the right to boo. Yeah. You don't have the right to, to, to say something about, you know, like, go into the kids, mom, whatever thing, but you have the right to boo. Booing is tame. Sorry, Ramos. No, I was going to say, is there anybody right now that you would think any team, right? Obviously Patrick Mahomes. I mean, but he's not injured, but somebody that would just like, like just walk off the field and leave. That would just be like, wow. Barry Sanders style. Barry Sanders, of course, did that. Yeah. Um, I mean, is anybody quarterback wise right now that would be like, wow, they're, that well, I be... think everybody thinks that there's there's something going on with Brady, right? Okay, so if he walked away, all of a sudden, like tomorrow, he like said, "I'm re- I'm retired." That wouldn't shock you, is what you're saying? Honestly, would not. Okay, but, but remember, Brady is in a completely different, just a completely different um, place in his life. Like Andrew Luck has yet to was yet to get to a Super Bowl, win a Super Bowl. And so it was a stunner. I would say, like, okay, we look 29 years old, early success, no Super Bowl. Who would that be? Who's had, had some injuries that have kept him out. But his team really loved him. Hmm. That's a good question. It's a good one, right? Yeah. It's a good one. Who would it be? Um, Lamar Jackson? Is it Prescott? Lamar Jackson? Prescott? Dak Prescott's one? Dak Prescott probably be the good one. The, the difference with Dak Prescott is that he was never, he wasn't the number one overall pick, right? Yeah. He wasn't the, at least Lamar was the Heisman Trophy winner and a first round pick, whereas Dak was playing a little bit of house money. That would be the one. Baker what, Mayfield, number one pick. He's not uh, quite yes. as old as uh, Luck was when he walked And away. coming off an injury. It's been hard to come back from. Yeah. Hmm. All right, coming up next, uh, ooh, I, I like this topic. First, check out the latest lines in the world of sports, BetRivers Sportsbook. BetRivers is the trusted name in online sports betting. Must be 21. President in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Pennsylvania to play. Gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER. Did uh, Vin Scully really get into it with Sly Stallone once? You'll find out next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to Stan, the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. 
The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Devontae Adams and Sammy Watkins have some really interesting comments on Aaron Rodgers. We're going to get to that at the top of the hour. Warren Moon, the Hall of Famer, will join us next hour. Uh, Daniel Jeremiah in an hour and 15 minutes as we get you ready for uh, week one of the NFL season. Plus, remember, this is week zero of college football. we got college football games getting ready to get started, which, of course, is going to lead us to our midway a little bit later on in the show. And, um, man, Matt Olson just crushed the, crushed the baseball a little bit earlier today against the Pittsburgh Pirates. That's, that's a wow. Anyway, week zero, week zero, you get, um, we, we got some, 
We got some fun stuff coming up, right? Week zero, Nebraska taking on Northwestern on Saturday. Doesn't sound like much, but it's in Dublin. Do you go Dublin? Dublin, Ireland. Um, what else are the big ones? Um, my guy Shane Illingworth I, I, is going to start for Nevada against New Mexico State. That's an Oklahoma State transfer. But we got about uh, 10 games in week zero. Nebraska and Scott Frost in a make or break year. And um, I mean, it, I, it, it should be really interesting. They're, they're going to start at quarterback. Um, Casey Thompson. And what's interesting about Casey was once upon a time, he started at Texas last year, transfers to Nebraska. And of course, his dad was Charles was an all time great at Oklahoma. So it's the second school he's going to start at. That's an arch. That's a rival of his dad's alma mater. Anyway, let's get to a game. This is game time. Roger that. Game time. On the Doug Gottlieb show. All right there, Isaac Lohenkron, what do you got? Uh, Looking forward to this one, Doug. Real news, fake news. As legendary baseball announcer Vin Scully continues to be remembered after his recent passing, it was brought to light that Scully once sued actor Sylvester Stallone and that the lawsuit actually inspired Stallone to develop an idea for a movie with filmmaker John Hughes with a character based on Scully to be played by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Scully having a vendetta with Rambo? Real or fake? Wait, wait, wait. So Vin Scully's character is going to be played by Arnold Schwarzenegger? Character based on Vin Scully in this lawsuit, played by Arnold Schwarzenegger. That is a horrible movie idea. Right? Like, Vin Scully... I'll be back! Vince, <laughs> Vin Scully was as eloquent as any human being has ever been with the English language. Uh, and I, I look, I get it that uh, Arnold is not a native English speaker. But, I, yeah, that one's... That's a no for me, dog. That's a no for me. That's a little deal. No for me. Uh, that's fake news. They're real oh. and they're spectacular. Here's what happened. 1985, Scully won nearly $70,000 in court after his home was damaged by runoff from a landscaping project at the adjacent home owned by Stallone in Pacific Palisades, California. So, Stallone said about the movie pitch with John Hughes, it was about a pair of neighbors that were determined to destroy one another with their back-and-forth everyday vendettas. It was based on an incident that actually happened with me and a neighbor named Vin Scully, the voice of the Dodgers. That didn't work out. And of course, as you hinted at, the movie actually was never made for good reason, but it was a pitch for a movie that Stallone actually did make. On to our next item. Jane's Defense Weekly, which is a magazine reporting on military and corporate affairs, found an unusual detail in a declassified government report relating to UFOs. When a Navy fighter plane on a training exercise off the coast of Los Angeles 
encountered a UFO in July of 2021. Analysts from the Department of Defense's UFO Task Force theorized that if it indeed was an alien craft, a possible explanation for its whereabouts was that it had mistaken SoFi Stadium, the home of the Rams and Chargers, for its mothership. It's unclear whether the analysis was serious or satirical. SoFi Stadium, potential mothership for UFOs, real or fake? Real news. You are fake news. Yeah, absolutely fake. All right, next, with the arms race for gaudy championship rings growing with every team that wins them, like the Rams most recently, the Contra Costa Times reports that the Golden State Warriors had to scrap plans to have retractable replica towers of the Golden Gate Bridge extending out of their championship rings, which will be awarded, of course, when the new season begins, when their in-house counsel advised them it could be a potential injury liability risk. The Golden Gate Bridge on the Golden State Warriors championship rings, real or fake? Uh, That's fake news. You are fake news. All right, very good. All right, next item comes from baseball. A new podcast entitled Northwoods Baseball Sleep Radio features episodes consisting of full two-hour play-by-play broadcasts of imaginary baseball games that are designed to soothe the listener to sleep. The Northwoods Baseball Sleep Radio podcast. Real or fake? Um... But it, it, it's designed to sl- make put you to sleep. Uh, apparently, uh, that, that sounds like real news. They're real oh. and they're spectacular. You got it with players like Lefty Thorne and Hiroki Nomo, a fictitious sports announcer named Wally McCarthy. It's <laughs> Wally McCarthy yeah. here live out at uh, Godley Park, and <laughs> fake commercials for Ted's Fishing World. Big time shoe repair. Right. on the dish. Yeah. He delivers. And by the way, two pitch to to Jason Stewart to swing and a miss and two and one. Jason, I would have had you hit a home run on that two and one pitch. By the way, <laughs> trying to put him bombs. asleep. <laughs> and by the way, tell you wise guys on social media, save it with your, why don't you just listen to Isaac if you want to soothe the listener to sleep tweets. I, I, I know those are coming. All right, here's our final I'm item. I'm sorry, Isaac was wet. Just talking. Just, just <laughs> well, there you go. They should hire me. All right, final item here on Real or Fake. The famous British bookmaker William Hill runs a fake video game soccer league that people actually bet on. It's fake. It's a video game, but people actually bet real money on it. Uh, the fake video game soccer league, real or fake? The 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 fake what? A f- <laughs> the British famous British bookmaker William Hill runs a fake video game soccer league, and they take bets on it. So people actually bet real money on a fake video game soccer league. Um. I'm going to say that's real news. They're real oh. and they're spectacular. That's right. Called Rush Football 2 it was launched in 2015, and the legendary soccer commentator Ian Dark actually provides the play by play for it. And there you have it the most recent edition of Real or Fake. That's game, huh? Game time. This is game time on the Doug Gottlieb Show. It's the Doug Gottlieb Show here on Fox Sports Radio. We got a great second hour of the show for you. A reminder uh, yesterday, 
Uh, we had what Cody Kessler on. He was awesome. Former USC quarterback, NFL quarterback, started with a couple teams, most notably the Browns. And we had Mike Gundy on. We had Gundy on for, I think, 31 minutes. Uh, so it's, it's available in podcast form. And that's basically that those interviews are kind of podcast length. It's pretty good stuff. Download that. Or you can follow us to the Doug Gottlieb show fan page on, uh, on Facebook. Follow me on IG, all that different stuff. Come, coming up next, um, wait to hear what everyone's saying about Aaron Rodgers. This is the Doug Gottlieb Show. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.